Hey there, welcome to the More Simple Podcast. My name is Mo. I created this podcast as a resource for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them to share stories and processes and build community around important issues. On this show, you get to hear amazing stories from people like you who show us how to get more out of life. The stories featured on this platform are by people whose journey I'm inspired by, and most importantly, people who have been courageous and vulnerable to be open about their life stories. And I hope that in turn, you'll find these stories inspiring. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. And um, today I have a very special guest. And she, you would know why she's special. But let me just give you a hint. She's probably going to be one of the youngest people I'll ever have on my show. And um, it warranted her being on the show because I was on her show one, not just because of that. But in talking to her, I was able to just, you know, draw so much inspiration. I realized, oh my gosh, the world needs to hear about this girl more. And when I mean the world, I mean my listeners' world. And I hope you guys can keep sharing it because she's that fantastic. Anyways, um, her name is Arashi Gupta. She is a ninth grade student or maybe 10th grade now because she's, you know, she's, she's got, oh, she's, she's grade 10. Yeah. She's a 10th yeah. grade student from Gurugram near New Delhi in India, which is the north part of India. She enjoys music and catching up with her friends. She's a huge fan of friends, which I love. And I'm going to ask her if she's Team Rachel or Team um, Ross. Um, she loves watching series like Modern Family and Big Bang Theory. In, in fact, one short lived TV series called Alex got her into podcasting. She decided to start her own podcast in the end of 2018 called When I Was 13. And on her podcast, Arushi interviews various people and ask them about the world when they were 13 years old. And in doing so, she gets to know about how people make career choices, the varied environments in which they grow up, and the life lessons they pick up along the way. As of now, she wants to, she, she thinks she will study behavioral economics when she goes to college. In short, everyone just join me in welcoming Arashi Gupta to the podcast. She is a 14-year-old from India, and she's also a podcaster, which is amazing. All right, hi, Arashi. Hi, and thank you so much for letting me be here. Oh no, like, yeah, thank you. And thanks, thank you, Dad, for me, for giving me the permission to bring you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit, you know, interesting because I realized that, okay, I'm, I'm a researcher, right? And I know yeah. when you have to put anything on anyone under 18, you need to get what they call assent, which is a like consent from the parents. And mm-hmm. I thought, if I met you on the road or on the street, just chatting with you, I wouldn't need permission from your parents because, you know, that would be like a natural conversation. But I've yeah. never, you know, the dad, like, hey, um, Hi, this is who I am. I want to bring your daughter. I think she's amazing. Can I please have permission to bring her in the show? And I'm sure you were probably just laughing like, oh my gosh, she didn't need to. But I wanted to do that just to, you know, for all right. Yeah. You know, but um, thank him for me. For, for me, it's really the fast response. And, you know, I'm, I, I, I can imagine that I'm so proud of what you do, Arishi, which, you know. Thank you. I think it's really fantastic. So tell us a little bit more about you. I mean, you're, you're still 14, which... Yeah. Of, let me just say a little bit that I'm going to make reference to your age a lot, not mm-hmm. as a way to make you feel like, oh, she's just 14. No, I think no. it's, it's going to be like a detraction. I think it's something amazing. I think it's something I really want to highlight because I admire, that's one of the things I admire most about you because you're doing a lot more oh, than yeah. you know, a lot of 14-year-olds that I know, okay? Just want you to know that. I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to like make you feel like, oh, she's just 14. No, I think you're amazing. You're amazing 14 Thank years. you. All right, so Thank tell me a little, tell us a little bit more about you. So, as you mentioned earlier, I am Arishi Gupta and I live in Gurugram in Delhi. Uh, I just began 10th grade and it's already become so hard. 
but yeah, it takes a general life of how kids, you know, they have to study for school uh, because of this whole pandemic situation. My friends yeah. and I all have always decided to, you know, call each other every day to, you know, still be happy and not get too bored at home, staying in front of the screen all day. Mm. So that's much about it. And some, and I also run my own podcast, as you mentioned earlier, yes. when I was 13. Yes. So that I can interview people and understand how the world was when they were 13. And get well, to know about their careers and all. Mm-hmm. Well, like, okay, let's go back to your friends. Let's start with that. Like when I was fourteen, it was a different world, you know. Like I'm sure your parents tell you that a lot, and those those around you. In that, your friends were the center of your world, and you want to do things they want to do. Like if they want to go shopping, you want to go with them. If they're listening to any song, you want to listen with them. I can't imagine that other friends of yours, like your friends, any of your other friends, have picked up podcasting. How are you able to um, basically? get that buying because peer pressure matters it's a thing with 14 year old i can't imagine but what do your friends think about your podcast and um how have they you know how are you able to like balance keeping up with your friends and also keeping up with your podcast i think that's my real question right there okay so when i first started i didn't really tell my friends about this until (laughs) until like i came into the news like i there was an article about a small article in in the local newspaper so that, that was the time when I told my friends and they were like, what are you doing? Why didn't you tell us? You should have told us. It's amazing. And I'm like, I didn't know how you guys would react. And all. I'll so, make fun of me and then I yeah. want to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they all of them were really supportive and all of them uh, sometimes they listen to my show and, you know, encourage me to continue to do this. Uh, yeah, they help me a lot. They also like a part of the listeners. And yeah, they don't really make fun of me. They actually support me, which I really love. So I'm happy about that. Well, shout out to your friends. So um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about just your family. Like how supportive they have, have they been? And I know, well, I can imagine your dad, for example, because he responded yeah. to me. And I could, yeah. you know, sense the enthusiasm on your email to me, in his email to me, you know. But do you have siblings? What do they think about it as well? So... <laughs> I'm the only child, so okay. yeah. So uh, both of my parents have supported me a lot through this whole podcasting journey. And sometimes, you know, in the beginning when I wasn't getting a lot of listeners, I'm like, should I continue doing this? But they pushed me forward so that I can come to where I am today, and I'm really thankful for that. Okay, all right. That's you know that's really good and really really um I think nice to hear. Yeah. So. Your podcast, When I Was 13, um, let's talk about that a little bit. So, number one, you said you got that inspiration from Alex Inc. I didn't watch that series. I know it was just one episode long, but I do know this for a fact. They were connected in a, in a way. So, as a matter of fact, yeah. Alex, Bloomberg, uh, Alex Bloomberg, who is the, um, he was the producer for um, Alex um, Inc. No one of the producers, yeah. actually. Part of, yeah. you know, And also does a podcast called Heavyweight on Gimlet and that is one of my favorite podcast episodes like podcast ever because he does storytelling very well so it's amazing how you got your idea to start a podcast because the premise of that you know um, series was a guy that quit his job to go start a podcast I'm never I don't think I'm ever gonna do that but 
I mean, I love Alex Bromberg, so I just wanted to let you know that, that that's amazing that you got inspiration to go start your podcast from somebody who could get you to go start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so how long has it been since you um, launched your podcast? I know you guys are in the second season, so has it been like two years already? Yeah, it's been two years. I started in 2018. Uh, like the whole idea processing started on my birthday when I turned 13. Because, wow. <laughs> yeah. Because I got my phone like a few weeks before my birthday. And okay. right after getting my phone, my parents like started talking about the whole, you know, when I was your age, you know, we didn't have <laughs> all these devices and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, so if my when i'm 13 the world is so different from yours is it the same for everyone else so that's how i you know decided to you know bring this idea up and you know make it into something i can talk about and at the same time i was watching this uh, alex think which yeah. made me curious about podcasting because i didn't know about much about podcasting then yeah. and i asked my dad and that's how i started the poll when i was 13 podcast I wish I had said it when you were like five. When I was your age, we would just have a podcast called, you know, when I was five. But, you know, amazing stuff you have. Because um, I have been a guest in your podcast, I'll just say that. Yeah. And I, I have listened to a couple of your interviews. The ones, the one you did with Padma, as a matter of fact, because of you, I reached out to Padma right away. Because her, her interview was amazing. I know yeah. you've done one you know, with Naga. Naga introduced us. Shout out to Naga, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, with um, NRI woman Bettina and um, yeah. her friend as well. And so I I love what you do, really. And I, I like that you took us into this time capsule. Like, when you sent me the question beforehand, it was very nostalgic for me because yeah. I, I maintained a diary, you know, since my teens, but I don't have access to it anymore. And so it was almost like going back to the part of me that I had locked away to, like, think mm-hmm. deeply, okay, what was the world like when I was 13? Well, who were my friends? What songs did I like to listen to? What was my world like? Like you know, mm-hmm. as far as technology advancements, which you know, as you know, there was not much you know that was done there. But I like yeah. that you have such a broad you know array of guests that you invite on your show. For example, you know, lawyers, entrepreneurs, writers, um, mm-hmm. even you know, medical people. So how do you get your um, guests like inspiration for those to bring on your show? How do you get those people from? Like how how you yeah. able to connect to these people? So uh, first, I reached out like one of my few first episodes. The first episode I uh, interviewed was with Ipshita, and she's one of my dad's colleagues. And uh, she, I wanted, I wanted to you know start with her because I'm close to her, and you know let's just start with this. Then I think I interviewed another of one of my dad's friends. So the first two episodes were people who I knew, and then slowly. Uh-huh. Uh, like I started the whole social media thing like I posted it on Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook and from there uh, I got in touch with other people through my dad's friends and then uh, I asked people who I interviewed to you know give me a shout out on you, uh, Twitter so that other people like so that I can connect to other people who I want to interview and it's, it's basically a chain which helps me to connect to people who I don't know like I didn't know you until like a week ago and I had yeah. an amazing conversation with you and you know I have one new friend so that's what I like about uh, this podcast world so yeah 
I, 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 I agree with you. Because when I started to, I just reached out to my friends. Because you know, low-hanging fruits. And people around me like, hey, you're going to be on my show. You're going to be on my show. And then once you get comfortable, almost like using them as guinea pigs, in a very good way. And once you get comfortable, yeah. you, you know, um, move to high level. And then you start using the snowball technique to reach out to people. And I, I think I'll go down history as the first international person. Because that's what she called me, Irishie. Yeah. And I, I love that term. Yeah, the first international person in your podcast. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, um, so I can imagine a podcast can be a, podcasting can be a beast. I um, so I have one, as you know, obviously. So editing, trying to like put stuff out there. How are you? Because you you're fourteen. How are you able to do all of that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, uh, right because of the uh, the whole pandemic situation right now i'm being able to for uh, like up- upload a lot of more episodes than i because um like um, i have my exams from uh, in uh, august and september like my main exam which is the midterms and then i have my finals from jan to feb and in between i'm preparing for all of that so this whole uh, time from september to december i couldn't upload many episodes so a lot of school life and you know you have to excel in your studies so that kind of takes the whole podcasting part away but mm-hmm. during my summer break i prepare like about uh like as many episodes as i can so that i can upload through those times like right now i'm also going to upload uh, interview a few more people over the weekend so that i have uh, like ready episodes when i can publish when i can't which is while i'm studying for my exam so that is how I manage, but in between, like the whole uploading phase slows down and then suddenly picks up. So it's kind of it's not like systematic, but it's there. Okay, what would you say are some of the things you don't like about podcasting? Like, what has been that thing that just drains the energy out of you? For me, it's editing. You know, I enjoy it to a degree, but then I still I still don't like it because it's just so much to do. But I'm just curious to know from your perspective, yeah. like, what's one thing you don't like about podcasting? Um, uh, basically I love to interview people and that yeah. whole part I like but the thing I don't like in, uh, is like as you said editing I, I'm taking help to edit my episodes because mm-hmm. I, I'm doing a really, a really bad job doing that so I take help from a podcaster who actually helped me start this whole thing like he's a podcast coach so he helps me edit the edit the episodes. So usually that's not a huge problem. But something I kind of not like is that you know when you have to publish, you have to make those uh, pictures like the pre. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That whole like typing and all kind of gets boring yeah. because it's the same template, same time. <laughs> so like I want to change it up, but if I do change it up, it's gonna look like very shabby like you know like an odd one out so it has to be like kind of similar so it looks organized and nice but yeah, yeah that's the only thing that kind of annoys me hey Canva is your friend and whatever you do want to switch it out it's just going to start one day and then guess what you're going to build so many iterations of it they're all going to look the same at the, at the end of the day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right uh, I, I see that you're currently in your second episode you've had about a uh, second season rather you've had about 11 12 episodes right yeah. I'm not going to ask you that, you know, which one is your favorite episode because every child is your favorite one. But um, what's the, <laughs> what's the um, 
what's what's this current season gonna be like how different have you seen it to be compared to your first season so it's not really that different <laughs> but uh, what i would say actually i just wanted to start the second season because i had just i had i had this plan even before beginning the like even before uploading that you know i'll have like these seasons with 13 episodes that just yeah. matches the theme basically i just made a second season so just so that it just looks like when i was 13 13 episodes there was no really logical reason for that it was just for like looks okay. so that's why i started the second Okay. Well, um I do wish you the very best and I like I said on my during my interview with you, I love what you do and I love that you're giving us the perspective as even though you're no longer 13 but your age, you know, and to be able to help us think through what life was like and also be able to like drop some gems or you know, um wisdom for those that are coming, you know, um behind us. So thank you for that. I I hope you keep thank your podcast you. going as long as you can. If we only turn 40, 50, 60, oh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have like a, a better medium for communication um, other than podcasting. So let's mm-hmm. let's talk about some of the things you love as well, which is music. You know? Yeah. And um, I know my, from talking to you, we, the, about the only intersectionality we have was Celine Dion and I forget who the other artist was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what music would you say defines you and what do you listen to? So, um... I like any type of music and you know <laughs> funky fun road trip vibes type music it really you know lightens up the mood and removes all the whole stress about you know <laughs> maths or physics so that that's what I like and I also love singing and I am and I also started music classes to learn singing so that I can improve my uh, singing and currently I'm in grade 6 of uh, the whole or grade 6 of grade 8 in the whole music part so yeah that's something I like and nice. um, and even though uh, like I don't really professionally play any instruments I have yeah. a keyboard and I have a small ukulele that I just pick up and just play any chords i want that you know make me feel good even though it's not a proper song <laughs> so yeah that's something i really like to do when i have free time which is okay. music oh that's um good to know so i also wanted to find out a little bit more about this this about part of the personal stuff now so um I don't have any 13 year olds. I the last interaction I had with a 13 year old I can't remember but it was my when I was 13 years old. And I'm just uh, this is going to be for my listeners. Like how can we interact better with you? Because I can imagine is that is where you where you what you guys turn into a teenager or something and then parents find it very hard to like communicate. Like yeah. as a 13 year old how do you think what do you think we as as adults like people that are older than you I know I can imagine that it could also be some miscommunication or we just don't really understand. We don't get you guys. We're not very patient with you guys. What are some of the tips you give us listening, you know, as far as us taking out in handling taking out? Like how can we decode you guys? I don't I don't really know, but um maybe when I was like when I was 13, which was like 2 years back. 
uh, obviously uh, my parents would you know tell me to control my screen time you know and something i don't really do is read books but uh, they used to tell me to read books that, that those are the good things but i haven't really seen anything bad that yeah. people do to 13 years old but from uh, stories that i've heard from on- online or through people is that some be some adults don't really understand the pressure and mental health certain kids go through i haven't personally experienced this i've just read it and i've gotten to know through some people through the stress that they go through and even when they want to talk about it to their parents they don't really understand and they just like you know what we'll just get over with it but you know they really want to talk about it that i'm going through the stress right now i cannot handle so much studying i cannot handle so much pressure from you guys to do well all the time so some maybe people who don't really talk to their kids about mental health can't talk to them you know to make them feel like you know you can talk to me about anything so yeah. Yeah, i guess that's something maybe people can do keeping keeping just that um line of communication open and exploring hmm i like that i like that <laughs> know that podcast is going mainstream and that there are many people all over the world listening to podcasts daily for example in the US alone one in every three persons listen to at least one podcast every month well wow, that's a lot of people do you also know that podcast listeners tend to be more loyal affluent and educated speaking of these retro qualities did you also know that on a monthly basis thousands of people all over the world listen to the mossible podcast hmm well do you have a business service event or product you'd love loyal affluent and educated listeners to hear about then look no further to promote your services on the podcast send an email to talk to more at mossible.com today or you can visit our website at www.mossible.com that is www.mosibyl.com All right um so Lizzie, let's go back to your podcast again this is going yeah. to be exact what's the future like for your podcast like what's your hope and how long do you think you're going to have it for so as long as i can honestly yeah, yeah. as you said till i'm 60 maybe i can do an episode on myself for now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah those are the things i really would love to uh, do and uh, continue till i can maybe you never know what's coming in the future you never if know. i have a lot of time in the future i will continue this if i maybe don't <laughs> yeah but we'll see and like i would really love to continue this because as we go on into the future and if i compare some episodes from 10 years later it's going to be completely different because everything is changing every second and that's something you know it's like a time machine like i like to associate my podcast to a time machine <laughs> so yeah so i would like yeah. to continue it if i can yeah i mean like just know that whenever you do decide to pull that time pull the plug on the time machine you you've done a lot of work and you know i can imagine it was a decision you had to make i don't know how long my podcast is going to be for but i know that i i hope to always remember that the time it was on for i put in my best and you know and that's it yeah yeah so i know you want to study behavioral economics 
and you're perhaps the only person that I know so far at that very young age that has that definition of what they want to study. Usually it's usually broad and all of that. But I'm just curious to know why behavioral economics? You're still 14. Why behavioral economics? <laughs> so um, it might change in two years because this has been happening. And but that's right okay. Now, <laughs> but right now I want to like explore the behavioral economics career path because yeah. uh, like last year I had gone for this economics program in Singapore and I just wanted to get to know you know what economics is because I really like the aspect of how you know people get to sell stuff or how you know you see how why does why why does money exist why does stuff have price you know I wanted to get to know more, more about that so I'm like you know what I'll just go for this program and get to know more about this so um I went to Singapore and I got to know about like three types of I think three types of economics. One was housing mm-hmm. economics, environmental mm-hmm. economics, and behavioral economics. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that uh, you know struck me the most was behavioral economics because I really like I really found I found it really interesting that you know how one person can think how somebody's mentality can change by how you put the question in front of them. So the guy over there, like the professor, he told us that, you know, uh, if I want to sell like three chocolate bars, I can, I have two sets of groups, one that just ate a lot of food and mm-hmm. another who still haven't eaten. And obviously the ones who haven't eaten will, you know, buy the chocolate bars because the ones who have already eaten will be like, nah, I'm good, I'm really full. So like thinking about how, how the person has gone through through their day can affect them from buying something really interested me and that's why I got interested into this topic oh. Oh. wow that's you know, quite interesting well wish you the best with that and if it does change after two years that's okay <laughs> you know you're, <laughs> yeah. you're interested in you right now and whatever is going to pull you into yeah. that direction or whatever that might be yeah. maybe it's meant to be all right. Um, so finally, finally, will be about you know your family structure. So um, you're the only child. You have two parents. You have two parents. Um, yeah. So just tell me a little bit more about just growing up, you know, in India and yeah. um, especially like you know with your parents and all that. Curious to know. So um, as an only child, mm-hmm. when I was like six years old or like younger, I really wanted a sibling because I was, because both my parents work. So I would mostly be alone at home with my uh, caretaker, I call Didi, and yeah. yeah, she would she would be there. But I wanted to talk to somebody my age or like two yeah. years younger. So I really wanted a sibling then. And to be honest, I would have like I would have tea parties with stuffed animals or have like, imaginary <laughs> friends because I was that alone. But yeah, because then I didn't even have a mobile to talk to anybody then. Like in on the landline I would just talk to my friends for like an hour and then I had to cut the landline down because of the whole yeah. bill and all that stuff. So yeah, that's how when I was a kid I really wanted to submit. But now as I'm growing up and as I'm getting closer to my friends they keep on telling me you're so lucky that you don't have a sibling. <laughs> I was about saying that, like, <laughs> do you know how many siblings go like, I wish I was on a child. <laughs> Those were <Yeah>. siblings. 
<laughs> your parents will only give attention to you but then at the same time you know that you know they have somebody to talk to but um i've gotten over that fact and you know i have my parents who i talk to every night and i love you know when they come back home and i'm so happy yeah <laughs> so yeah that's how it is for an only child and yeah. honestly the only thing i really want right now is a dog <laughs> I was about asking that. <laughs> so that hey, you can always let them know that that should be easier. <laughs> yeah, but my parents are like, you know, we'll see about that. But when they say we'll see, which it's basically no and Same. hidden code. <laughs> so yeah. Well, um, I all the best with that, and um, we're going. We're nearing the end of the interview now, but I'm, I want to know for. A person like a teenager living in India. How would you describe India um, in your eyes to those that have never been there or probably thinking about exploring it? Now I know it's a nation full with yeah. you know 1.3 something billion people. Yeah. And your perspective yeah. is probably going to be from you know drawn from you growing up just in a very small part of it. You know, um, Gurugram. So yeah. um, just tell us what a day in the life of a 14 year old is in India mm-hmm. and with a focus on. Um, showing India to the world, showing India to other people that have never been there will most likely want to go there. Yeah. So India is very vast, and we and if you go to North India and then you go to East of India, it's going to be completely different. It's like did I enter a different country type? Because North, East, South, and West, all of it, and Central India, they're very different in cultural aspects, mm-hmm. and we have like many languages in India. And personally. Um, I'm from East of India, but I've been living in Gurugram, which is North India. So I know uh, three languages, which is Bengali, Hindi, and English. And a lot of people I know nice. know three languages because India is very vast and it, it is it has really good culture and it has amazing food. And if you want to visit India, you you can obviously come and visit India because you get to know get to see this whole new aspect of the world. And how mm. culture really affects the people who live. And as a 14-year-old, uh, I've been living in the same place since like I was a year old. And it's you know, I haven't really left Gurgaon. And honestly, Gurgaon is pretty similar to if I if I go to the U.S. and visit my uh, aunt, and she lives in the U.S. It's kind yeah. it's pretty similar. Like maybe the environment, like the the whole pollution aspect and population aspect will be different but yeah. in Gurgaon we have like a close by mall and it's really similar and like you know I can just go to H&M buy clothes or I can just go to Starbucks and pick up a drink because a lot of people think India doesn't have a lot of these things I mean which it does uh, so Gurgaon is pretty chill it's normal but um, if I if I were to live in like Calcutta, which is a bit different because, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of different because it, it's a completely different side, which is in the east of India, and the food is different. And over there, obviously, in the schools, people teach Bengali. So that, so that's the only difference I really see in living in India, but not much for a middle class child, I guess. Oh, I see. I see. So basically, it's it's not so different from the. General area, the malls. Yeah. There's probably McDonald's there. There's a Starbucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. It sounds like a, it could be, it could sound like anywhere in the, in the US as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you but what's that mean? Now, so go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. Now, <laughs> I mean, we have KFC, McDonald's, Taco Bell. Honestly, I, I hope everything <laughs> is already here. Oh my gosh, the Americans are there already. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> most likely, it's just, maybe it's different. I don't know, but like most, some of the chains are already here. So I don't think there is a huge difference in the chain restaurant side of this. Is there anything unique about your um your where you live compared to I think most other places in India? Is there anything unique? Gurgaon is pretty normal, but Delhi <laughs> being the capital, like Gurgaon is pretty close to Delhi, and Delhi being okay. the capital of India, it's pretty different. It has a lot of monuments, and you know, um, I think in seventh grade for my summer vacations, I went to Delhi. And yeah, I visited the uh, uh, Red Fort, and I even went to, yeah. uh, and I even visited the India Gate, and I went to, and I went in, and I was lucky enough to go inside the Parliament and see how the Parliament works and how the how how what different houses we have. So mm. uh, yeah, that that maybe that's different from the other places in India. Yeah, that's all I know. All right. And that's okay. It's okay. Well, thank you so much for you know being on the podcast today. I don't know if you had any. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Do you have any final questions to ask me or something to say before I wrap it up? Yeah, you can wrap it up. And okay. I love talking to you, and I would really love to still be in touch with you. Please do, please do. And I, I already download, I subscribe to your podcast, so I get push notifications. <laughs> I'm like, I think what you're doing is fantastic. So, guys, go check Thank out you. her podcast. Can you tell people where they can find your podcast on? Uh, you can find it on Spotify, or uh, you can find mm-hmm. it on Google Podcasts. I think you can find it on iPodcast. So, yeah, pretty much yes. the general platforms. Yes. And it's called When I Was 13. So, guys, yeah. you know. Go check it out. So this has been an episode with Arashi, just you know talking about her life as a used to be a thirteen year old, but now a fourteen year old. She yeah. has a podcast called When I Was Thirteen, and we talk about how she we chatted about how she started it, the inspiration behind it, things she loved about it, and things she doesn't like about it, and also a little glimpse of the future of her podcast. We also talked about her hopes of becoming uh, a behavioral economics which could change later in the future whatever mm-hmm. that's good and just you know, her life living in india if you love this content don't forget to check out the podcast there's so many more episodes where that came from and thank you guys for being on the show today i've been your host myself all right arashi stay safe and i have a feeling we're going to talk again yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey and but is there anything you. i can help with with podcasting um, no please yeah. let me know uh, I just have one question. Uh, how sure. do you get uh, your um, guests on your show? Because you have guests from Korea and in, in, and Asia, which is pretty uh, far from the US. So how do you do that? Um, networking, really. So, so many of them initially started with those around me. But mm-hmm. then as I grew um, into like more episodes, episodes, I started yeah. doing what you call the snowball technique. Where mm-hmm. I ask a guest, hey, do you know anyone that might be interested in coming uh, on the show? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I have this friend. And that was how it started. And yeah. it's funny how it just takes one person or two people to kind of help your network out. And mm-hmm. also being in the space with other podcasters. So, Naga, you had sent out a tweet, right? Asking yeah. for um, help. Naga reached out to me and, and said, hey, oh. 
Yeah. I mean, he he tagged me on that tweet. tweet, tweet yeah, um, yeah, and that's how we got into that. Yes, and so keep just keep doing what you're doing. It's gonna grow. It's gonna grow. Yeah. Like I've had conversations with people that I that I'm so blown away by, like you, you know. And so yeah. you just never know. Just keep it going. It, it's gonna yeah. build up momentum. And now I have people reach out to me to be to to be on their podcast. So when you yeah. do podcasts with other people as well, that also helps you, like the way you're doing yeah. right now. Because yeah. their listeners are just gonna. Anyway, mm-hmm. they won't leave the podcast they leave they listen to, but it will add mm-hmm. you to their you know favorite. So mm-hmm. it's it's not something that works overnight. You just have to keep doing it, you know. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think you I think you you already you have your head in the right place. So thank you. Don't sweat it. No, no, you you're, you're doing amazing. That's why thank I brought you. you on the podcast. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyways. Thank you. And I got to see your dad in a moment. Okay, stay safe. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right, bye. Hey. Mm-hmm. How did you leave? I just kicked you out. <laughs> All right, so, wow. 13. Where was I when I was 13? The year was 1999, I think, and there wasn't much happening. Oh, well, maybe there was much, but I didn't have the internet. I didn't. I only had my, my most prized possession then was a transistor radio. On my pen and paper because I used to journal a lot and I had a pen pal. I had pen pals as I had subscribed to a written correspondence. But I, I, I want to say that regardless of what generation you're born into, there's always going to be an advantage and disadvantage, which you know I didn't even explore that with Irish. In that, you know, the kids of these days will say they had it good, well, perhaps we had it good as well. And I, I think we did have it good in some certain aspects. As far as how the world felt, you know, a little bit smaller, and trust was something that you didn't have to like work so hard to like you know prove. But I guess all of this to say, whatever your your, your hands find to do, keep doing it. I'm really inspired by Irish history. I think that you know, being 14 and trying to, you know, say just be out there and talking about her podcasting and talking about some of the things that are important to you know people her age. That's that's a voice right there that shouldn't be muffled. And so, guys, go check out our podcast, and I'm so, you know, in awe of what she does. Well, that's my um, epilogue, I guess. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Hey, listeners, this has been another episode of the Marcible Podcast. What do you think about today's episode? Do you have a question or feedback you'd love to provide? A suggestion for a future guest? We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram at Mossible or email us at talktomo at mossible.com. Your suggestion might just end up being featured on a future episode of the podcast. Cannot wait to hear about from you. Do visit our official website at www.mossible.com. That is www.mosibyl.com where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and amazing guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Leave us a rating or review as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and reaching more amazing listeners like you. We always appreciate your support. Thank you for always listening.